0: In this episode, I'll point to my resources page, which is a curated page of some of the tools I found really useful to aid my fasting. Some of the links on that page are affiliate links, which essentially means I get a small commission if you decide to buy the item from that link. This is completely at no cost to you. Welcome to episode nine of the Fasting Pod. Top 10 foods, food types for a fasting day. Hello. How are you doing in January 2020? How's the fasting going? If you're just starting fasting, how are you feeling about it? I'd love to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch, you can email me at ben at tdpod.com. Alternatively, you can get hold of me at fasting.pod on Instagram. In this episode, we're going to go through my new mini-series, Food for Fasting, which is going to cover the next few episodes. We're going to go through my normal weekly review and the bulk of this episode is going to be based on top 10 foods food types for a fasting day he's not a medical professional he's not a nutritionist he's not a best-selling author he's not even an athlete but he is a man who's passionate about the fast 5-2 diet he wants to try and get everybody be able to achieve their health goals, whilst having their cake and eating it. And here he is, the man himself, it's Ben Hampson. Hello! So what I wanted to do first of all is just to briefly introduce you to the mini-series Food for Fasting. And really, the first thing to sort of discuss with you is, is kind of how I've approached this. I've been thinking about it long and hard, and I was going to do a whole load of episodes with a whole load of menus but in the end decided that wasn't really the best approach. So what I've decided to do is essentially split down it into three main episodes. Probably it will go into a fourth episode, I would think. The first one is today's episode, foods and food types for a fasting day. Next week is foods and food types for a non-fasting day. And then what we're going to be looking at is uh, menu planning and um, shopping based on that that menu planning just to try and make it as sort of a cost effective as possible. And then the last thing really, and I think something that I know I've missed in the past and something that I really wish that I've I did, but you know, I've kind of started to do now, is look at an evaluation of kind of what you know into your weekly review really as to what and how you've got on with the the menus you've produced. The main sort of a- outcomes of that will be you know what didn't I like and what I did I like. You know that's obviously clearly a uh, an interesting one. Also, some menus you'll find that actually, well, I don't. I, I kind of like roughly what's in there, but there's something in there that I don't particularly want. So, how do you sort of swap that out and what put sort of mushrooms in its place, for example? And, and also, sort of looking at you know what didn't work and why it didn't work, and again, can you can you sort of slightly change things to to make that work? So let's move on to the weekly review. So how are you doing with your reviews? I would love to hear from you. What, particularly, you know, what's difficult? What do you need help with? Let me know. Ben at tdpod.com on email or fasting.pod on Instagram. Weight wise, I've gone down from to 71.9 kilos. So that's a loss of 1.2 kilos or two and a half pounds, which is really good. I'm really pleased with. Perhaps a bit more than I'd like. I mean, obviously you really want to be about one kilo, two pounds, roughly. But I'm still still happy with it. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be doing any experiments next year. I think I'm just going to once I get to the weight I want to be, I think I'm just going to stay there. My resting heart rate is also down from 65 to 60. I've been eating a lot of kale this week. So I think that has got a lot to do with it. Unfortunately, my exercise has been down. Um, unfortunately, my dog was ill. Um, he got toxic shock from eating something and so he was very, very sick. I'm pleased to say he's all better now, um, but um, it has limited our, our exercise sort of over the week. Hopefully, hopefully should be back to normal sort of over the weekend. Still feeling great in January, as I alluded to earlier. My sleep's all right, but it could be better if I had a bit more, I think. And I finally started to use my blood pressure pressure monitor which is really good and something I have been saying that I'm going to be doing for for a couple of weeks so let's see how that goes I'll be it was sort of high um, systolic which is the the lower figure um, today which is kind of what I would expect is what you know I'm normally used to I will try and do it this afternoon though to see whether it changes because I do find it seems to change between the morning and afternoons Okay, so let's move on to the main topic of conversation. Top 10 foods, food types for a fasting day. Okay, so this is my top 10. It's not based on anybody else, but it's my top 10. And and I'll try and explain the reasons. And we're going to do it like a proper DJ. So we're going to start at number 10 and move to number one. Number one being the best. Before I start, though, I just really wanted to go through the... um, What we're looking for on a fasting day is foods with a low gi value so that means that they're slowly digested and absorbed and they cause a lower and smaller rise in blood sugar levels you should also be looking to have lots of vegetables as they fill you up as i said i've introduced a lot of kale and i've found that's really um, been very beneficial one thing i didn't know about which i think is a useful thing to mention is ideally you should steam your vegetables and not boil them. So I'm going to be starting that with my next fast tomorrow and I'll let you know next week how it all goes. Also, although they're low GI, you should try and avoid sort of red meats and that kind of thing and have chicken instead or possibly have um, vegetables instead. Try and have some fat but not um, too much fat. And try and add a lot of herbs and spices I find that really helps to um, you know enhance your your fasting day okay so in at number 10 we have nuts so nuts are great the only slight snag with them is they are high calorie so why not try some almonds or almonds almond milk uh, cashews for example in at number nine fruit strawberries apples oranges grapes bananas are all great they're all low uh, gi if you want to um, get your liver to burn more fat you should also try grapefruit apparently grapefruit really encourages the liver to burn more fat also you could try watermelon berries are and particularly blueberries are a great antioxidant you know why not add them to your cereal or your yogurt in the morning? Uh, you could have mango and add a bit of apple and have a creme fraiche dip as breakfast. But just be a bit careful with fruit. And again, it's the reason why it's my number nine, because obviously it is high calorie. In at number eight, and probably should be perhaps a bit lower really, is fish. Salmon. Wonderful. Great with a bit of do- with a bit of dill. I find it's really good if you um, put it in the oven in a bit of silver foil. Normally, I would add um, a vermouth to it, but just a couple of tablespoons of water instead are, are 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 great. The only reason you add that and you sort of like pass it up. The only reason I would say that is because then it keeps it really moist. Or you could cover it with a bit of pesto, which is uh, an interesting idea. That's, what about smoked salmon with a poached egg? You could also have tuna, smoked haddock. What Again, with a bit of spinach and poached egg. What about grilled kipper? Fish is great because it's a really good source of protein. In at number seven. Lentils, chickpeas, baked beans, butter beans, kidney beans endomami beans, cannellini beans or a great source of dietary fibre and protein why not try a bit of hummus or what about cannellini beans, tuna, cherry tomatoes baby leaf spinach with balsamic vinegar mm, lovely or what about passata, mushrooms, kidneys, beans garlic, chilli and a bit of cumin and have yourself a vegetarian chilli could even really spoil yourself and serve it with two tablespoons of brown rice. In at number six, soup. Now, obviously, the best soup is to make your own, and ideally, you really want to make a, a, veg- a vegetable soup. But I've got to be honest, I'm really into tin soup. I particularly love Heinz tin soup because it seems to be the best taste for calories. The calories between sort of 200 and 250 calories, which kind of works. Um, for me the thing I really like about soup is it makes you think you're getting a really big meal and for somebody like me that really suffers from the cold when I'm fasting um, it really uh, warms me up in at number five quinoa barley couscous buckwheat semolina, and bulgur wow that's a mouthful they are great because they're all high in protein why not try buckwheat pancakes Mm, I'm definitely going to try that over the next few weeks. Or quinoa, prawns and avocado salad. Mm, Lovely. In at number four, dairy. Now dairy is great because it's low GI. Just be a bit careful with things like milk. Obviously avoid cheese. But what about cottage cheese with fig and pear for breakfast? Or yogurt with strawberries and honey. In at number three, eggs. Now I know strictly speaking they're dairy. But eggs have a special place, I think, in most foster's hearts because they're just so versatile. You can boil them, you can poach them, you can scramble them. You can have a frittata with mushroom, for example. They're great high-quality protein. They're also great to have in the fridge. You know, you've had that hard day at work and you really want something quick and easy. You can have an egg. What about poached egg with grilled tomato or Bored egg with ham and tangerine, an interesting uh, melange that I haven't heard of. Or scrambled with smoked salmon. So many different ideas. In at number two, vegetables. Vegetables are great. Not only are they a source of fiber, they really fill you up. So they're brilliant on those fast days where you really want to just feel a bit fuller. Broccoli, carrots, kale, spinach, chard. What about swapping mushrooms instead of min- minced beef? Or what about a bit of cabbage with a small amount of bacon and some spices? Doesn't have to be bacon, you could have mushrooms with them as well. In at number one, and this I have to say is because they are a, an absolute favorite of mine, mainly because they're so filling, mainly because they're slow release energy, and I found that having them for breakfast really, really works. Yes, it's oats. I love my porridge with my almond milk and a bit of honey on my fast days. It really, really works and it really quells my hunger. But they've got some great properties to them as well. They're nutritious. As I said, they're slow releasing energy. They're rich in antioxidants. They're great at reducing LDL and cholesterol in general. They improve your blood sugar control. And, and I didn't know this, they're also great for skin care. So there you have it. My top 10 food groups, foods to have when fasting. Nuts, fruit, fish, lentils, chickpeas, baked and butter beans, endomami, kidney and cannellini beans. Bit of a mouthful. Soup, the next mouthful. Quinoa, barley, couscous, buckwheat, semolina and bulgur. Dairy, eggs vegetables and oats I hope you've enjoyed that I hope that you're going to continue doing your weekly reviews don't forget I'd love to hear from you ben at tdpod.com if you want to email me or alternatively get hold of me on instagram via direct message fasting.pod next week we're going to have what to have on fasting days planning for takeaway avoidance stocking your freezer and cupboards. And all that's left for me to say is happy fasting.